Buenos dias from Greenway Parks. This is the Rorschach Argentina update from the 28th of December, 2023. A quick update of what's going down in Argentina. It's been a little over a week since the president presented an emergency decree with 300 pieces of legislation, which means you may have had time to read through its 83 pages. Well, don't take your glasses off yet, because President Javier Millet has sent another 11 bills to Congress, this time covering taxation rules, which can't be included in emergency decrees and have to be approved the traditional way. To do so, he called for a special session of Congress from the 26th of December to the 31st of January. The bills to be discussed include the reversal of the last income tax threshold increase and the introduction of the single paper ballot, which means voters would go from choosing the ballot of their preferred party to marking the candidate among a list of names in one ballot. Additionally, Millet seeks approval for international agreements related to taxation and investments, for example, approving the agreements between Argentina and a variety of countries like Japan, Turkey, China, Luxembourg, and more for the elimination of double taxation. Even though going through Congress makes it a lot less controversial than an emergency decree, we can expect measures like the reversal of the income tax to spark a degree of social unrest. Last week was marked by caserolazos, or pot-banging protests, both outside the Congress building and across various cities. On Thursday the 21st, demonstrators took to the streets to oppose the president's plan, with some clashes occurring in the Cordoba province, where police used tear gas to disperse street blockades and arrested five protesters. Back to the topic of the emergency decree, the president sat down for a television interview with the network La Nación Más, in which he defended the mega-decree and said that if Congress rejects it, he will call for a plebiscite or referendum. This is highly unusual in Argentina, but he also highlighted the non-binding nature of such a move. During the interview, Millet advocated for a gradual approach to interest rates and outlined the urgent need for a package of measures focused on individual freedom, deregulation, and eliminating political inefficiencies. Additionally, he challenged provincial governors to make their own adjustments instead of asking the national government to provide them with the funds from taxes, such as the check tax, as they requested. Also, he mentioned a phone call with Elon Musk, who expressed interest in the lithium issue, hinting that Starlink might enter the Argentine market, internet deregulation. A few days before the interview, the president and minister of security, Patricia Bullrich, sat down with the notable host and actress, Myrta Legrand, on her show. They discussed the current state of the country, with Millet highlighting the lack of funds and a 15% GDP deficit. Still, he expressed optimism about their economic program, and Bullrich did the same with the security portfolio. They briefly acknowledged the intense criticism they directed at each other 
during the election campaign. However, they shifted the blame onto the former city mayor, Horacio Rodriguez Larreta. There's also a plan to print larger peso bills. The central bank is considering the introduction of 20,000 and 50,000 peso notes as a response to rising inflation and to reduce the inconvenience of dealing with numerous smaller bills for everyday transactions. The current highest denomination, the 2,000 peso bill, is scarce, prompting reliance on 1,000 peso bills for daily expenses. The move aims to streamline transactions and minimize storage and logistical challenges associated with smaller bills. Plans for 5,000 and 10,000 peso bills were reportedly abandoned due to inflation concerns. The new banknotes are anticipated to be in circulation by March 2024. Speaking of banknotes, the president also emphasized the freedom to buy and sell U.S. dollars on parallel markets or in Cuebas without fear of prosecution. The economic deregulation outlined in the emergency decree includes the legalization of operations in Cuebas and transactions with street money changers known as arbolitos. Millet also addressed the need to lift Argentina's strict currency controls, known as the CEPO, but emphasized the importance of cleaning up the central bank and recovering excess money from the economy before fully removing foreign exchange restrictions. On a related note, filmmaker Lautaro Garcia Candela presented a new film that delves into the world of Argentina's informal dollar market, titled Cambio Cambio, or Exchange Exchange. The film explores the lives of the arbolitos who hustle dollars in Buenos Aires. It combines elements of a financial thriller and a love story set against the backdrop of the city's financial district. Garcia Candela sheds light on the arbolitos' conviction that they provide a service challenging conventional views and offering nuanced portrayal of a unique aspect of Argentine culture. The film is now showing in the Malba Museum. In other news, we have updates on import restrictions. The Argentine government has ditched the previous import authorization system, CIRA, and introduced a simplified one called the Statistic Import System, SEDI. Luis Caputo, the economy minister, emphasized the goal of normalizing the import process and reducing the state bureaucracy's power to decide on imports. This move, effective from Wednesday the 27th of December, aims to simplify the import process and eliminate the need for automatic or non-automatic licenses for imports. CAME, the Argentine Confederation of Medium-Sized Companies, expressed support, noting that SEDI removes the complex paperwork and uncertainty associated with CIRA. That said, the SEDI system will not eliminate import tariffs, but will streamline the declaration and approval process. Declarations, made for statistical purposes, will undergo checks for custom risks analysis and efficient 
import assessment. While the previous administration saw importers as harmful to the country's economic interests, the current economy ministry argues that a significant portion of Argentina's imports contributes to GDP growth. Moving on to what's on the inside the state, the government has cast a shadow over the holiday celebrations of approximately 7,000 state workers by issuing a decree confirming their dismissal. The decree mandates the termination of employment for public workers who, who were hired after the 1st of January 2023. The decision, part of President Millet's pledge to target non-essential state employees, has drawn criticism from unionized state workers' representatives who expressed concern about the impact on families, accusing the government of promoting poverty and unemployment. Also going through a tough time are IPF and Aerolineas, Argentina's employees. President Millet has initiated plans to privatize state-run Argentine companies, including the oil driller and the flagship carrier. Even though he faces potential opposition in Congress, where his party holds a minority, Millet outlined his intention to divest assets, including rail networks, state media companies, and the water and sewage company, ISA. All these developments added to the economic situation are impacting countless families across the country. On Christmas Eve, more than 4,000 low-income individual workers and those experiencing homelessness gathered for a communal dinner outside Congress, organized by various nonprofits. The No Family Without Christmas event featured donated food, emphasizing solidarity and community support. The annual initiative, which began in 2016, provides a festive atmosphere with a children's play area, including bouncy castles and Christmas presents, along with amenities such as showers and a hair salon. To end on an uplifting note, literally, the Paris-based news website World Crunch recently featured an article about Anita B. Queen, a rising Korean-Argentine DJ from Buenos Aires. In the article, she opens up about her personal journey, not only in discovering her love for music, but also in embracing her true self and sexuality within a conservative community. If you're interested, follow the link in the show notes. And that's it for this week. Tired of Christmas movies and jingles? Don't want to think about the awkward upcoming dinner with the fam? We've got the best solution. Stream the Rorschach Argentina show on your favorite listening platform. But seriously, we wanted to thank everyone who has been listening to us. You make these updates possible. Happy New Year from the Rorschach team. Remember, you can give us a late Christmas present. You can support us financially with the link in the show notes. Nos vemos la próxima semana.